Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies, and welcome to another episode of Ladies Who Love Christ on Faith Talk. We are so excited to have you here. Listen, if you've been tuning in every week, it means the world to us. We love that. We love connecting with you. Um, Make sure after the show airs that you download the podcast wherever you like to listen to your podcast. We are available on all major podcast platforms, and the um, segment is also recorded so that you can watch it on YouTube. So make sure you go to YouTube and search Ladies Who Love Christ. So listen, I am so excited about today. We have a very, very special guest on the show. Um, She's somebody that I personally have uh, just followed for some time. I've read her articles. Um, I've gleaned a lot of uh, knowledge and information um, on the subject that we're going to talk about today. And so I reached out and I'm so excited she said yes. Um, But today we are going to be talking with Marsha Montenegro. Marsha Montenegro is um, founder of ChristianAnswersForTheNewAge.org. She has an incredible website. It's absolutely packed with information, um, which I love and I've been able to utilize quite a bit. So welcome, Marsha. We're so glad to have you here. Hello, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me on your program. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, I'm glad to have you. So listen, today we are going to be talking about the Enneagram. I personally reached out to Marsha and I asked her to have a discussion today about the Enneagram. Um, It's something that is really becoming pervasive in our churches. It's being used quite frequently um, in, in the corporate world, but also now you're seeing it a lot in churches, right? and um, homes. And I just want to kind of dialogue through the Enneagram and some of the knowledge that you have on it for our listeners. Um, You know, I would like to just preface this before we begin, ladies, um, that the information that is shared here today is not meant to make you feel bad. It's not meant to make you feel ashamed. It's meant to just give you the knowledge that we have learned, and specifically Marsha, because she has so much knowledge in this area, um, and to take it in prayer to the Lord and to really ask him about the place of the Enneagram in your life. So, um, Marsha, such an honor, such an honor having you on today. Super excited. Um, so I would like to ask you just to kind of kick this off. Um, would you just describe for our listeners, because some people don't even know what the Enneagram is. What is the Enneagram and what do people use it for? Yes. Uh, well, the Enneagram is a geometric figure and it's nine sided. And Enea means nine in Greek, and uh, it has nine points on it, and each point has a number, one through nine. Um, It's, in a popular sense, it's presented as a personality assessment tool, Uh but the way that it's also presented is a spiritual tool uh, to know yourself so you can know God better, to deepen your Christian journey, 
to get along with your spouse and family and as a tool of discipleship. So it's gone in a lot of different directions in the church. Yes, definitely, definitely. Now, when I first did my research at the Enneagram and the first time I ever heard it, um, I believe it was somebody had shown me the book by Richard Rohr. And mm. instantly, instantly, Marsha, I felt like the road back to you is what stood out to me. And I thought, that's that that can't be the road back to us. You know, to me, that was the first thing that really uh, we need to go to the gospel. We don't want the road back to us. No. <laughs> so that was unsettling to me. And then it started this research of the Enneagram and lots of reading. Um, in my research, I was able to come across your articles. Um, so could you briefly explain the actual roots of the Enneagram and how they're not really rooted in Christian beliefs like it's being portrayed? Yes, there unfortunately is a lot of misleading information in the Enneagram books um, and by those who teach it and support it. Uh -huh. The Enneagram actually started in the 20th century and it was not a personality thing. It didn't have the types on it. It just had the diagram and the man who started it, uh, George Gurdjieff, uh, probably started it around 1916, so a little over 100 years ago. And he he had it as a tool, he said, uh, that you could see the whole universe in this. And what he meant by that is here's a diagram. You can fit um, all the laws of the universe in this. And he would play around with it mathematically. And he put a musical scale on it. And it was used as a tool of awakening. Um, and so it was basically a very esoteric occult type tool for him and his followers. And so that's how it got started. Uh, and then later, um, a man named Oscar Ichazo uh, somehow found out about it. This man um, was teaching uh, in a, his own occult school in Arica, Chile. And he started teaching the Enneagram. And the way he taught it was that the nine points on it, you find the point that uh, matches your ego fixation. And what that meant was your ego fixation is something you're identifying with falsely that is hiding your true self. And you are therefore being blinded by this ego fixation to your pure essence. And he taught that everybody has a pure unsullied essence basically you're you know holy and untouched by any sin in your essence and so you have to get through that those ego fixations and find that essence and that was how he taught it and claudio naranjo was a student at his school and so then naranjo took the enneagram to a place called esalen in california big sur um, in the early 60s, this was a, uh, it started in the early 60s. It was a very edgy, very, very edgy place uh, mm -hmm. with a lot of experimental uh, drug uh, taking and um, early new age ideas and the human potential movement all um, were in sort of a, a, a influx kind of forming at Esalen. And 
So Naranjo got there around 1970 and he started teaching the Enneagram. Now all this time, the secrets of the Enneagram is supposed to be secret. People are not supposed to go around and popularize it. And Naranjo, however, taught it with the types. And he claims in two videos on YouTube, he says that the way he got the types was through automatic writing. So automatic writing is a type of channeling from a spirit. And you do it by allowing the spirit to control your writing. Um, and he claimed this is how he got most of the information for the types. So they they not only are not Christian, the source is not only not Christian, it's very occultic, but it's not based in psychology, empirical studies, research. You know, it doesn't have any kind of origin that you would expect it to have. And that's interesting that you say that because um, I actually personally have come up against a lot of opposition when trying to highlight this to people. And one thing that I get quite often is, well, it's a psychological tool. And just like you just said, it's not based in psychology. And, you know, just by listening to that alone, it's diametrically opposed to the gospel. This is not. um, And, you know, I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit really just making me aware of it because I saw the picture. I saw the book, the, the tagline, the road back to you. That was a red flag. And then I saw the picture of the Enneagram and just something in that picture was like, this is not good. And that spawned the, um, you know, the research that I've been doing. So uh, one of the articles that you wrote, um, the Gnostic path to self, um, just for some of our listeners, when you say something has Gnostic roots, um, some listeners may not actually know what Gnostic is. Just kind of go into that. um, And I'll go on and ask the rest of the question I had for you. Could you explain that to our listeners? Yes. um, Gnostic in this sense is referring to having sort of a special secret knowledge, which the early Gnostics did when they started. They started in the first century, sort of, but they really flourished in the second century. And they believed in having these secret teachings that would give you liberation from you being trapped in the material world. So Gnostic in this sense is a is something you find in the occult and the new age. It's based on a secret meaning of things. It's not something that you would naturally learn or naturally understand. You would have to have it explained to you. And so that's what the Enneagram was. It was very secretive. Um, It was taught as sort of being secretive. And the teachings, of course, if they're coming um, through automatic writing, <laughs> that's very Gnostic because that's not coming yeah. from anything objective. It's There's no empirical data that right. is supporting it. Right, right. Well, thank you for explaining that because, ladies, listen, it's very important for me to get this across to you that um, there's never, there's if you have questions, there's never um, a silly question. There's never um, anything, you know, bad that you can ask. This is how you learn. This is how you grow in the word of God. This is why ladies who love Christ is here. Uh, again, this isn't something to make you feel bad or feel on the defense. This is something to um, bring to the Lord in prayer, because when you go back to the roots of something, if they are diametrically opposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ, then we as ladies who love Christ cannot stand in a 
agreement with that. And so today, for those of you who are just jumping in, we are discussing with Marsha Montenegro. She is founder of Christian Answers for the New Age. We are discussing the Enneagram. Um, So we are going to go in and and discuss this a little bit more after the break. Before we break, I just want to thank our amazing ministry sponsors at Enneapest. You've enabled so much in the life of this ministry. Ladies, we will be back after the break. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies, and welcome back. So before the break, if you're just jumping in, we have a very special guest at Ladies Who Love Christ today. We are um, chatting with Marsha Montenegro, and we are talking all about the Enneagram today. Uh, Marsha Montenegro is founder of Christian Answers for the New Age.org, uh, incredibly resourceful website. Um, we're talking about the Gnostic roots of the Enneagram, and uh, we're really discussing today how um, it's important for you ladies to, if you are perhaps using this as a tool, maybe you don't know, maybe you have no idea about the roots. It's important for you to bring it in prayer to the Lord. Um, we don't, we don't want you to feel bad. We don't want you to feel like, um, you're under attack. That is not the purpose here. The purpose is, as a lady who loves Christ, we have to align everything we do, everything we say, everything we read with the word, the precious word of God. And this tool itself has some very alarming roots. So Marsha, thank you again for being here. We're really, really grateful. Um, Before I go into my next question, though, I just want to preface it with Colossians 2, 8 and 9. And for our ladies who like to take notes, write this down. This is a great one. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of the world rather than on Christ. And so that's why we are discussing the Enneagram today. Um, Marsha, could you, you know, before the break, you were kind of discussing the Gnostic, the word Gnostic and what that actually means. Could you explain the deceptive way that Enneagram is kind of um become pervasive in the churches? Yes, um, it is uh, because people don't know the real background of it and because it was presented, it actually got into the church uh, from progressive Christianity, uh, which is a movement really within the church that is does not see the Bible as authoritative. And people are going into this for various reasons. Uh, Richard Rohr is actually a Roman Catholic Franciscan friar, but he has been involved with many of the early progressives. And they latched on to the Enneagram because of a book he wrote back in 1991. And Rohr and his co-author have the information in there that it has Christian roots. Now, the problem is, is that they misinterpreted this man, a fourth century monk named Evagoras Ponticus, and they misinterpreted what he wrote as though he was talking about an Enneagram, but he actually was talking about the shape of numbers, because that apparently was a thing at that time. They liked to have different shapes for numbers. I know it sounds kooky, but (laughs) this is true. And he never you know, never use the word Enneagram or tried to teach anything about it. 
So that idea got into the church that, and that made people think it was authentic and that it was compatible with, with Christianity. However, of course, as I explained earlier in the show, that's not where it's from. Uh, but once it got in through the, the progressive church, what happened is evangelical publishers started publishing books. And in fact, The Road Back to You, which was the first one, is written by Suzanne Stabile and Ian Cron. Suzanne Stabile was mentored by Richard Rohr okay. for several years. I mean, she has that online. She and her husband were mentored by Richard Rohr. Um, and Ian Cron is a close associate of Richard Rohr. Both of them teach at his center. Richard Rohr runs a center in Albuquerque, and he has classes and speakers and everything there. And Rohr has heretical views. So Rohr does not hold to the essentials of Christianity or to the historic faith. Um, and I don't know if I have time to explain why, but let me just say that. No, we're good. I'm, I'm learning too, still learning. <laughs> okay, so I mean, let me just give one example. He believes there's a distinction between Jesus and the universal Christ. He, um, he has a concept called the universal Christ, which is separate from Jesus. And I, he wrote a book called The Universal Christ that came out last year. And I have an article on it on my website uh, where you can see more of his ideas. Uh, but that's and he also doesn't believe sin is a problem. And he doesn't think Jesus died on the cross for sin. So mm -hmm. right there, you've got major, major issues with Roar. And <laughs> yeah, and the people he mentored, I believe, probably share his view. Um, and Chris Horitz, who wrote the second Enneagram book, The Sacred Enneagram, was also mentored by Richard Rohr and had three New Age teachers on the Enneagram. Hmm. So what happened here is the Enneagram was in the New Age for a long time because when Claudio Naranjo taught it, it went in two directions. It went uh, some Jesuit, a Jesuit was there at, at Esalen and learned it and took it to a seminary in Chicago but it also went into the new age and in the new age, it flourished. It just flourished and was picked up by new age counselors and therapists. And it really gained rapidly. And, and I remember this because I was in the new age yeah. when this happened. And so, um, and it's a perfect tool for new agers because it really fits their worldview. <laughs> and and it, because it has no objective basis, you can do anything you want with it. And right. so they, they added a lot to it, like the wings. So the tool um, became um, very popular in the new age and it, it's still there and, and it's still used, but it had kind of a heyday and then sort of declined in popularity mm -hmm. and kind of languished for a while. And then Richard Rohr's book kind of revived it. That's and, what, I, Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, because I've noticed a like a, a just almost like an influx of um, people utilizing it, churches utilizing it. I'm um, without naming any specific churches. Um, I've noticed that they're using it on as uh, an assessment, personality assessment for their staff. Mm -hmm. So really, this is really mm -hmm. infiltrating the churches at the deepest level. I mean, this is yeah. um, it's it's pretty amazing to me, Marsha, how you can have something that is so clearly when you research it, you just do some simple research. And, you know, I, I came across the articles and everything we're discussing today. 
it's amazing that people can be blinded to this and just willingly allow it in. It, yes, um, it really, it, it's, it's really sad to see this uh, because if you really did research it, you could find it isn't legitimate. And not only that, but the Enneagram, the way Roar teaches it and the way I've actually seen it in some evangelical teachings uh-huh. is to find your true self. Now, in Roar's terms, that means your true self is actually uh, pure and it was never separated from God. And that's what the true self is in the Enneagram. And people are not understanding that there's a theology yeah. along with the Enneagram that is anti-Christian. And so that is causing a lot of damage. Yes, at the very core of our, our doctrinal beliefs, these are that's diametrically opposed. Yeah. We know that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. We know that that, that is true. And to have a tool or to have something that says anything other uh, otherwise, you know, that's why, ladies, we are having this show today. It is because, you know, it's very easy when you don't do the research and you just take what people put out there. Um, it's very easy to buy anything. You have got to get into the word of God to know the word of God. You've got to immerse yourself in the scriptures. You have to ask yourself where everything stems from. There's a root to everything. And as a lady who loves Christ, it's so important that we are um that we are not aligning ourselves with anything that's not aligned with the gospel. So that's going to um, just kind of lead us into the next question I have before we wrap up this segment, Marsha. You've been awesome today at answering these questions in such a quick fashion because I know we don't have a lot of time. Um, but what advice do you have for people in navigating these times of well-known, very well-known pastors and theologians who are promoting these false doctrines and they're buying into this progressive Christianity movement? What advice do you have for these ladies? Well, my my advice is the more you study and learn God's word, the more you will be able to see the problems with these teachings because they are there. For example, I've read the first chapter of The Road Back to You, and it does not even sound Christian to me. Mm-hmm. It, it just it, I just read it, and it's like there's nothing Christian about this chapter. <laughs> so it's very subjective, and Ian talks about how he was kind of lured into the Enneagram by this shadowy figure called Brother Dave, who urged him to re- reread Richard Rohr's book on the Enneagram. And then he just got, he said it just kind of hit him or something. It's like, no, this is not the way that a Christian um, discerns whether something is you know, good or not, or valid. So uh, I think you need to set your feelings aside and use God's word, use scripture as the lens, and we filter it through scripture. I also want to let people know there is a book that came out in March on the Enneagram written by myself and two other people called Richard Rohr and the Enneagram Secret. Um, It's on Amazon and some other places. It's also a Kindle book. And uh, this book is the only book out there that really gives the facts on the Enneagram. And we explain everything, here, uh, everything about it. And there's two chapters on Richard Rohr. So this would really equip you uh, for understanding the issues in detail. 
Perfect, perfect. So Richard Rohr and the Enneagram Secret. Ladies, I'm going to have today's notes up on ladieswholovechrist.com. Um, I'm also going to link to ChristianAnswersForTheNewAge.org where you can um, pull up a lot of, they're alphabetized, all of Marsh's articles on these things. If you have questions about uh, anything related to the Enneagram and so much more, you'll see that when you get to our site. Um, Marsha, it has been an absolute blessing. You continue to do what you are doing and you continue to spread truth and the gospel. You are doing it and we are so happy to have you here. Um, ladies, listen, if you miss the show or you want to share the show with a friend, find us on any major podcast platform, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Look us up at YouTube. We're on YouTube um, and also at ladieswholovechrist.com. It's all over the world. You can access us from anywhere. Um, but remember, Marsha gave some great advice there at the end. There's nothing that you'll ever do that's more important than building intimacy with Jesus Christ. So don't just take anything and believe it. You go, you pray about it, and you do the research yourself. God bless you, ladies, and we're so glad that you were able to tune in today. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries.